This is Sexy Fetzy. And when I'm not at the gym building my biceps bigger than you can lie about, I'm listening to the Lord Petty Podcast. You know what girls need to stop doing? Like the the motto types. They need to stop taking their pictures at basically... They all take pictures at these low angles, you know? Because they all want to look tall and triumphant or whatever. But uh, we're taller than you, so we want to know like what you actually look like. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to feel like tall boys, big dick coming through and peeping that shit. You know, I want I want to see. I want to know what that would look like in the wild. I don't want to see this like uh, picture from you know your belly button when I'm like looking up at you. You know, I'm pretending like I'm four foot nine trying to crawl up in that thing so ladies have uh tall strapping people take pictures of you and put them on instagram so we can actually get a look with that what that actually be looking like you know what i'm saying um yeah pay attention to that welcome to the lord petty podcast this is where we love everybody and we make fun of everything and the world is a great place you know even though the world is burn burn burning but the world is turn turn turning and that's how i'm gonna live my life you know what i'm saying uh, happy to be here. Happy you're here. Happy everything is here. And it's all love, dude. It's all love. Uh, one of these big misconceptions is, you know, people are like, oh, dude, you're such a fucking savage, dude. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm honestly not, dude. Like, I'm just, uh, I'm just a big fucking pussy. And throughout my life, I've became, um, mean enough for those reasons because I don't want people being mean to me because people have been mean to me in my life. So then over time, I was just like, oh, you know what? Uh, if you're going to say something mean, I'm going to say something fucking 15 times meaner to really make you reconsider what the fuck you just said, bruh. And uh, that's just kind of been a common theme, you know? It's not like it's not like I'm some big savage by any means, dude. Nah, I just I don't want to get hurt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just don't want to get hurt. I'm just... Um, uh, sensitive and I guess intelligent and witty enough to where if you want to step in the ring, I'm going to make sure to fucking drop my nutsack on top of your head uh, in the meanness camp. I said before, Dexter of douches, dude. That's all I am. I'm not fucking, oh, this dude's fucking, this dude fucking goes in. Nah, dude, I'm just, you know, I, I clap back. I don't ever strike first. That's the one thing. Don't ever, don't ever punch down. Now, if somebody's trying to come up to me and start swinging at my knees, like, yeah, I'm going to fucking take this big old foot and drop it on your fucking head. You know what I'm saying? Metaphorically speaking. Um, but yeah, dude, that's just, that's, that's the vibes, dude. Yeah. Like deep down, I just want everybody to love me. You know what I'm saying? Everybody does. So, you know, anybody that anybody that doesn't say that. They're like, oh, I love my haters. <laughs> Dude, who's that guy? You know, like, oh, shout out to my haters. Dude, so insecure. <laughs> nobody, nobody, nobody likes having haters, dude. Um, I, I don't have haters. I just have people that like mean absolutely nothing to me. But as soon as somebody's like, oh, shout out to my haters. I love having haters. You know, they're actually bothered. Um, you either enjoy the positive or things just don't mean anything to you. Nobody loves their haters, dude. Get the fuck out of here. Such a like rapper thing to say. But anyways, uh, you guys ready for the second shutdown? You guys ready to pop, lock, and drop, shop, lock, up, shop again? However that goes. 
Um, I don't get where everybody is in such a fucking hurry. Like I, I, I don't get where everybody's in such a hurry to go. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> maybe I'm boring. I don't know. Maybe I'm just super boring, but I just don't really care at this point. Or maybe, maybe I'm just conditioned at this point, but it's also funny when you get, I hate wearing these fucking masks. I'm not going to lie, but um, I guess I don't have to wear one at work all day or something like that. It's easy for me to say like, eh, wear a mask. You know, the people working from home all day, they're just like, eh, wear a mask. And they don't know that people have to sit in some bullshit cubicle, like nine feet away from somebody still just wear a fucking mask all day pointlessly, you know? Um, so I feel for those people, you know, that sucks. But just like wearing one to the grocery store or something like that, there's there's nothing funnier to me than the guy who thinks he's fighting the fucking patriarchy by not wearing his mask inside of a shucks. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> somewhere out there, I don't know who needs to hear this, but uh, like somewhere out there, there's some guy with like 200 rounds of 556 five, who's thinking he's like keeping the constitution alive by not wearing a mask in Albertsons. You know what I'm saying? Like getting into it with a nighttime manager that makes $48,000 a year. We're not going to take it, dude, whatever. It's all good. You know, um, don't wear it, I guess, but you know, COVID's real, bro. I hate to tell you, like people, people send me these links and the, one thing. Okay. I got to throw this out there. Like, I'm just going to be very transparent about it. I'm not a fucking political expert. Okay. I'm a fucking comedian. Like I I'm, I'm stupid like this. Like I, I am not a valid source. You know what I mean? <laughs> like just because I have somewhat, and I hate even using this word, but like I have somewhat of like a, I don't even want to use the word like font. Just, just because I have like this podcast and stuff like that doesn't mean I know what the fuck I'm talking about. You know what I mean? And really nobody, even if somebody has a million followers, like it doesn't mean that they know what the fuck they're talking about. They're just entertaining. You know what I'm saying? Like you're here because of my personality. It's my personality, not the, not the shit that I'm actually telling you while you're here. You know what I mean? And people send me all this like political stuff and, uh, like ask me about, I don't know, bro. I don't know. I don't know the right thing, but one thing I do know is that COVID is real because people are sending me this like, Oh, COVID is a hoax. No, it's not a hoax. My mom's had it. My old boss has had it. Uh, my friend's grandma died from it. Um, I know another uh, memer homie that has it. Um, they haven't had taste in their mouth for like two weeks, I guess. And that sounds fucking God awful. So COVID's a real thing, dude. Um, you know, I don't think my family's doing Thanksgiving this year straight up, but I don't like I, I care because I want to see my family, but also I don't feel like Joe Biden is walking in my house and putting his fucking crusty, crusty, probably uncircumcised dick on my forehead. telling me, you know, you can't, you can't have Thanksgiving. However, he talks to his fucking veneers, you know, it looks like his looks like his big ass chompers are just about to fall out of his crusty face at any second. I fucking hate that guy, dude. Uh, but you know what? If he wins, I'm, I don't care. I'm going to accept it. I'm going to take it on the chin and I'm just going to fucking trash him for four years. You know, how good is that going to feel if he actually does get into office and if big 45 can't overturn all the like, you know, alleged fraud and all that, all these people that have been like, not my president. You How good is it going to feel to just like shit on their guy for four years? 
That's what I'm looking forward to. And then plus half the comedians are going to fall off the earth because now they got to actually make jokes. So <laughs> what a year, dude. What a fucking year. Um, yeah, dude, crazy. Also, what the guy was talking about with the 200 rounds. Uh, <laughs> it's funny because... Some people think that this mask thing is just a trial to see how much they can control the public. Like, uh, if the government wanted to control you, they would just fucking do it. Okay. I'm sorry. Have you seen the military? Okay. (laughs) Like, I like my guns too. I'm not gonna lie. I like my guns. I have ammo. I have a quote assault rifle, which, you know, it's not really an assault rifle. It's just an AR semi-automatic AR-15 and I got pistols and shit, you know, but when the U S army comes knocking, dude, they ain't shit. I'm going to do about it. Uh, that shit for me is to meant to keep crackheads out of my door. If the U S army, okay. If the, if the fucking government really wanted to control everything you do, they would just fucking do it. Okay, I'm sorry to tell you this, but you and your buddies are not keeping the government from controlling everything. Okay, if they wanted to, they're just going to do it and there's nothing you're going to do about it. So telling you to wear a mask is not a way of trying to, quote, control you. Yes, it is an overreach at a certain point It is technically unconstitutional, but it's just kind of a nice thing to do to wear a mask to not kill somebody's grandma. Okay. But if you really don't want to do it, don't do it. You don't have to. You know what I'm saying? It's your rat. It's your fucking rat. Um, it's just such a weird thing to like politicize at this point. But, you know, liberals are fucking annoying. So I get it, dude. I get it. I kind of, I get where everybody's coming from. That's where I'm kind of like, you know, it's where I gain and lose people because I, I get both sides. You know, like I was talking about the abortion shit. Like one thing I wanted to clarify about that is like, I said, I don't care about abortion. Like late term abortion is fucking disgusting. If you're having an abortion, like after three months or something like that, like go and hurl yourself off a cliff as well. Like you're a fucking disgusting human being. And I stand by that. Quote me on that. Um, if you find it, cause I don't, I don't think some women don't even know they're pregnant until like, you know, like a month or two or whatever, you know, I'm no expert on that, but you definitely know you're pregnant. Like three months is, is you're starting to get, like that's a that's a fucking human, you know what I mean? Like, figure it out, bitch. Um. <laughs> All right. Since I'm being transparent, I guess this is just the transparent episode. This is just where I shit on myself and lose everybody. Okay. I need to get something off my chest. Um, I have people reach out to me quite a bit for just wanting to help or wanting to like collab on stuff like hey look have me on the podcast and you know they're like a a roofer or something like that and i'm not hating on roofers or anything you know what i mean but like it, it it's funny to me how people think that they can just jump in the ring with like or like music for instance right like i get a ton of people all the time like hey you want to hang out and like make some music it's like dude i've been i've been doing music since i was like fucking a, a, a teenager. You know what I mean? Like I, I went to audio school. Like I, I lived in fuck. I, li- I went to LA to pursue music. Like I, I, I learned it. Like I, I, I study this shit. Like 
You know what I mean? Like it's, it's something like it's, it's an acquired skill that I've put a lot of time into. So for me to just like go and fuck around with people that have like never done any music, like it's just not like, it's not enjoyable for me. You know what I mean? It would be like if I just showed up to somebody else's job and was like, I, like I just walked in the front door and be like, all right, let's do this. And I didn't like with no training or anything, you know what I mean? Or it's like, it's like this podcast, like not to toot my own shit or whatever, but go and go and lock yourself in a room for a half hour and see what comes out. You know what I mean? <laughs> see, go, go record yourself for a half hour and see if you're going to get hundreds of people to listen to it. You know what I mean? Like that, sh- like I had to learn that, you know what I mean? It isn't just something where I just fucking did it. You know what I mean? Like I had to do it to learn it, but you have to learn it. You know what I mean? And so it's, it puts me in a weird position when I got to tell people, um, you know, like I, I, I appreciate the love or whatnot, but like I, I will, if, if you're doing things for yourself, I will help you, but I'm not going to do the work for you. You know what I mean? Like if you want to go put out an album, uh, you got to do what I did, bro. Like I, I can't just like, you know, I can't write it. You know, you just got to do it, dude. You just got to do what you do, what you want to do. Like I always tell people, if if people, I will help anybody as far as they help themselves. Like I, there's no secret here. Like I will tell you my formula. I will tell you how I do it. If you want to replicate the whole formula, go ahead. I'm not worried about it. There's like, I don't worry about when people steal my content on the internet because I'm always going to have new ideas. Like I don't give a shit. Steal it, duplicate it, copy it, fucking do whatever you want with it. I don't care. Cause this is what I do. I'm always going to make more shit. Like I just don't give a shit, but at the same time, don't expect me to make shit for you. You know what I mean? Like take my shit and use it however you want. I don't care. Fair game. I don't give a fuck. But when you're doing your own shit and if you need help along the way, come to me and I will help you. I will help you as far as you want to take it. It's always been like that. I've tried, I've tried my whole fucking life. Actually, it's once I stopped trying to do everything for everybody else. When I focused on myself, this is when I started this shit and it started taking off. Because I've had a lot of talented people in my life where I see it and I'm like, dude, you need to fucking record this music. You need to do this. And, or like, you need to do this pod. Like you need to do this. You need to go do stand up. You need to go do this. Like where I try to encourage people because I see it in them. I see that they have that spark, but they just either don't have the work ethic or I just have to like push them off the ledge. And it's like, dude, I got to help myself before I can help other people. You know what I mean? And, um, it's just kind of like, um, I don't know. Maybe you saw it on my Instagram story the other day, if you follow me on there, but like this one guy, he messaged me and I'll read you the message. Um, hopefully he doesn't listen to this, but I don't know. Maybe hopefully he does listen to this cause he needs a lesson. He just says, Hey, I just started a YouTube channel and I was wondering if you'd like to support me. And so I go to his channel, right? And there's nothing. I mean, there's one video. It's like this little intro. Okay. And he talks about what the YouTube channel is going to be. I don't want to play because I don't want to put the guys like, and the, and the video is fucking terrible. He's like, this is going to be a comedy channel. Uh, we're going to joke about like, dude, don't talk about what your channel is going to be. Make your channel and do the thing, do the thing and then send me the link. And then if I like it, I'm going to either watch it and tell a friend or maybe share it, whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? but don't just tell me what you're going to do. And then like, ask, Hey, will you support me? Like, I don't know what the fuck you're going to do. And I was supposed to say like, yeah, I'll support you. And I have no idea what you're doing. And so I say, there's no videos. He says, yeah, there is. Well, I mean, I only got the introduction for now, but I'll make many other videos for two, of course. And so it's like, 
if you're going to do something creative, do the exact opposite. Like if you're going to do a podcast, right? If you're going to launch a podcast, have at least four episodes. Because what happens, uh, what happens, you, you, you put out one episode, right? And then like a lot of times people like listen to podcasts back to back. Like I make my episodes short because that's what like the average commute is or yada, yada, yada. But uh, sometimes people will listen to like podcasts back to back, even if they're like an hour long, if they're at work or something like that. Right. So have at least like three or four episodes. So when somebody first dives into it, they can, you know, do that. Or if you're a musician, don't just like release one song, like have a couple songs ready, like and release them maybe like a week apart or something like that. You know what I mean? You don't just want to like get everybody's attention on one thing and then completely go silent for a minute. You know, it's a lot of, uh, just do the exact opposite of what that dude did. You know what I mean? Don't ask for handouts. Don't ask for favors. Fucking build. Okay. I've had my Instagram for two and a half years or something like that. It wasn't until like three or four months ago. Um, like trash can Paul reposted something. Uh, then like Richard Ratboy reposted something. Like your fuckboy reposted something. Uh, Ho gives no fucks to reposted reposted something. Um, who else? I can't remember who I just said or whatnot. But you know, like then these like bigger accounts, you know, they look at my profile and they be like, okay, yeah, this guy's actually doing it. I'm gonna show him some love. It's not me fucking reaching out and being like, oh hey, blah 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 blah. blah. Like that's cool. But you got to do things on your own. You know what I mean? You got to make people want to help you. It's like the analogy of if your car breaks down on the side of the road, right? Or if you get a, let's say you get a flat tire. If you're just standing there like, hey, like waving your hand, like, hey, somebody come help me change my tire. Nobody's going to stop. But if you're on the side of the road and you're changing your tire and like you're trying and somebody can tell you're struggling, like maybe some guy pull over in his big fucking truck, hop out and be like, hey, little boy, you need some help with that you fucking pansy. And then he'll help help you pull the tire off, help you put the new one on. Then he'll probably be like, all right, you need to hop in my truck and suck my dick. And then you're going to have to do it. You know what I mean? Kind of like, you know, I had to suck trash can Paul's dick to be on his page. But, you know, we don't talk about that. But uh, anyways, talking about sucking dick, um, let's do some relationship questions. Last week, I wasn't in the mood. I told you a story about a big old ginger kicking uh, uh, two holes in a fence, which was hilarious uh, to me. To me, it was hilarious. God, what's that smell? Something smells terrible. Um, let's see. <laughs> uh, this might be the worst podcast episode I've recorded in a long time, but... I'm kind of struggling. I'm not going to lie with you, dude. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I didn't really prepare a lot this week because uh, a buddy of mine passed away. And so I've been kind of fucked up. And so it just haven't, you know, it's just uh, kind of, it's kind of a tragic story. So I just haven't been, haven't been like, Oh, that's funny. Let me jot it down in my, in my phone about this funny thing that happened this week when I've just been either like in my head feeling guilty as shit or just like crying. Uh, yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Um, anyways, let's see relationship questions. All right. 
Here we go. I want more than our vanilla sex life. Here's some backstory. We are married together four years now, and me being shy introvert, I have never really expressed or talked about some of the kinks I would join the bedroom. Partly because of my quietness, partly because my wife is not one to grab the whips and vibrators anytime soon. You'd be surprised. For example, she couldn't identify what a wand vibrator was when it came up one time, whether it was a movie or whatever. Other things lead me to this conclusion, like comments in Fifty Shades of Grey and general comments towards sex acts in other movies. Anyway, how can I ease her into the idea of opening up sexually? I'm a shy person, so the idea of the conversation isn't easy, but I imagine that's the answer. Any additional advice would help. Okay, this is a touchy one because it might sound weird, okay? You know, with everything like, oh, you need to ask for consent, which yes, you do. But since it's your wife, um, okay, how do I word this properly? You just need to get her in the moment, bro. What you need to do, because for women, sex is an all day thing, okay? You don't just want to like be sitting there on the couch playing fucking Dungeons and Dragons or whatever the fuck you play. I don't know. Um, you don't just want to be sitting there playing World of Warcraft and then she walks in after work and like puts her keys on the counter. She's like, hey, babe, I really felt like fucking you in the butt tonight. You're not going to do that. Okay. What you're going to do is you're going to take like a nice Saturday and you're going to find something that she likes to do, whether it's hiking or going out to eat or, you know, hoping you don't live in a goddamn liberal hellhole where everything's shut down. You're going to do an all day thing. Okay. You're going to take like, you're going to find like three things excuse me, that she likes to do. And you're going to be flirty with her all day. She's going to be like, where's this coming from? She's going to be kind of thrown up, but she's going to be into it. You're going to be confident. You're going to be playful. You're going to pay for everything. You're going to be a fucking man. All right. Even if she's like the fucking, oh, I'm a strong woman. You're going to open doors. You're going to pay for everything. You're going to treat her like a woman. You're going to tell her how hot she looks. You're going to build her up to it all day. And then when you get home, what you're going to do, you're going to go down on her. Okay. You're going to just pull her pants down and she's going to be like, what are you doing? You're just going to be like, shh. You're just going to like, you're not even going to talk to her. She's going to be like, shh. And you're just going to go down, fucking lick on that pause. You know, she's going to be like, oh my God. And you're just going to slowly cross those boundaries. You know what I mean? You're just going to, you're going to guide her. You're going to slowly, gently guide her in a comfortable way. You're not going to sit down. It's not a fucking, you're not, this isn't Joseph Stalin and Adolf Hitler sitting down talking about the iron curtains. Okay. This is you and your wife. You're going to build some, you're going to build some attraction throughout the day and you're going to crack her open emotionally because that's deep down what she wants. It's deep down what she wants. No matter how strong, independent, introverted, female, yada, yada. Chances are you might turn her into a fucking nymphom and then she's going to start cheating on you and going out and like fucking big six, six dudes that just got out of jail because now she's going to be so horny because he broke her open. So that's a risk you take when you followed my advice. Okay. Moving on. My boyfriend is 33. I'm 26 and we've been together for a year. There was recently an issue with the girl trying to chat him up and go out with him. Mm, you kind of probably like that, huh? You kind of, you probably liked seeing that other bitches want to fuck your dude, huh? You probably hated it on the surface. You're like, oh, fuck this bitch. But deep down, you're like, all right, good. My dude's got my, my dude's got chicks because no girl wants a guy that doesn't have any other girls. You know, you know, you don't want a guy that acts on other girls, but you want to know that a guy could fuck. 
You want to know that your guy could kill you with his bare hands when he's choking you, but he won't. And you also want to know that he could go out and fuck any girl that he wants at any time, but he doesn't because that makes you feel special. Don't tell me otherwise. Um, <laughs> uh, he put his foot down after hiding it at for hiding it from me at first. Wait, what? Yesterday I saw a message from her on his discord. I didn't do anything about it because I wanted to just think it out and not react emotionally. Wow. Uh, this evening I spoke to him about it very calmly. No anger. said, so, wow, you sound like a fucking amazing. No yelling or crying. I actually kind of laughed it off for it catching my eye. I just said, I saw it. It is what it is. It's not bugging me, but I feel like I should let you know I saw it. Holy shit. Who are you? But he still reacted explosively saying he can be trusted. I fear he's mad at me now. He didn't answer my phone. Whoa, this guy's hiding something, girl. This reaction is definitely hiding something. Because like you you and your partner should be able to make fun of other people trying to like intrude the relationship like disrespectfully. You know what I mean? Like you should be able to have friends of the opposite sex, but be smart enough to know that that person would probably fuck your per at least like I know all my girlfriends guy friends would banger but like I I would just I'd be losing my mind trying to you know like if somebody crosses a boundary like that's obvious you know but it's the same thing like you got to trust that your person isn't going to do anything and you got to let people know not to cross your boundaries but also people need to be honest about it. You know, like a big red flag is when somebody isn't telling you about somebody. Like if you ask your partner about somebody, they should just tell you like, oh yeah, they're fucking in love with me. Like they're harmless. If they don't do that, like it's a big red flag. If they try to hide anything, it's a big red flag. And this is, a, this is, a, this is booming to me that he's trying to hide it. Um, uh, I'm afraid to text him in case he gets even angrier I don't want him to break up with me. I'm so happy with him and he's my best friend and I love him. Personally, I thought being open and communicate would be helpful, but now it's by this guy sucks. You honestly sound fucking great. Like I, I like this is, this is nuts to me. Like this guy fucking blows unless he listens to my podcast and like streams my music and like follows. Like he sounds pretty cool guy, but no, this guy fucking sucks. You've done literally nothing wrong in my eyes and nothing is wrong with this. And, uh, this, I don't think I've ever said this on here before, but this is breakup worthy. Like this is terrible. Like this is, this is terrible. Out of all the fucked up shit I've ever read, like this is the worst one. Um, yeah, this is like, this is where you give somebody a chance. Like you give somebody enough rope to hang themselves with, you know? You already know the answer and I'm telling you like there's something weird going on and it's like Chris Rocky has this joke that men are only as loyal as the options that they have and women are only as loyal as what you can do for them. That's pretty fucking true, but that's how you where you find quality mates where uh you know, where like loyalty and integrity actually mean something to them. And if it doesn't, like you it's like Big 45 says, the fucking art of the deal. is like, you're never going to get a good deal if you're not willing to walk away from it. And, when, and if, if he knows that you're not willing to leave him, he's just going to keep doing this shit. So honestly, even if you really, really love him, you got to fucking distance yourself a little bit. Just let him know. Like, if you do this shit, I'm fucking out. So yeah, that's my advice. Should we do one more? What's the vote? Let's do one more. 
Let's do one more. Um, here we go. Love. What do you think of love? Lately, I'm trying to find the right healthy definition of love and actually went too deep and feel like love is something usually took a lot from us. What do you think? Are you asking what the definition of love is? Um, okay. Love is when you've, you're, you get this feeling, right? Uh, when you've already masturbated and then that person walks in the room and you still can't resist them. That is love. And that is the Lord Petty podcast for this week. I appreciate y'all. Please do me a favor and leave a rating. If you're listening in Apple podcasts and, uh, if you're feeling really ambitious, write a little review and I appreciate it. It really helps with the algorithms, helps, uh, boost, boost this bit. And um, I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my deep, dark German heart for you guys being here. I really appreciate it. Please tell somebody about the podcast. If you enjoy it, somebody else will probably enjoy it. And uh, that means a lot to me. And if they like it, it'll be something cool for them. So in turn, it's just a big, beautiful butterfly effect and much love. God bless America and peace the fuck out. Thank you. Big A's. Goodbye to you, my trusted friend We've known each other since we were nine or ten Together we've climbed hills and trees Learned of love and ABC Skinned our hearts and skinned our knees Goodbye, my friend, it's hard to die When all the birds are singing in the sky now that the spring is in the air Pretty girls are everywhere Think of me and I'll be there We had joy, we had fun We had seasons in the sun But the hills that we climbed Were just seasons out of time Goodbye Papa, please pray for me I was the black sheep of the family You tried to teach me right from wrong Too much wine and too much song Wonder how I got along Goodbye Papa, it's hard to die When all the birds are singing in the sky Now that the spring is in the Children everywhere When you see them I'll be there We had joy, we had fun We had seasons in the sun But the wine and the song Like the seasons have all gone We had joy, we had fun We had seasons in the sun But the wine and the song Like the seasons have all gone Goodbye Michelle And help me find the sun And every time that I was down You would always come around And get my feet back on the ground Goodbye Michelle, it's hard to die When all the birds are singing in the sky Now 
seasons in the sun But the stars we could reach Put your starfish on the beach We enjoy